Hi and welcome to episode 54 of Walk to Work. So today, a uh, bit of respite from uh, serious topics and uh, talking about the shoulder. Um, for those of you who enjoy my weather updates, it is currently um, 18 degrees. Oh no, back down to 16. High of 16 today. Uh, it's degrees in uh, Edinburgh. Uh, it's nice and sunny and a little bit cold almost to be out in a sweater outside. Uh, and that is in contrast to 35 degree weather throughout most of Europe. Uh, so I'm feeling quite smug. Uh, we also had torrential rain on like Monday or Tuesday or something uh, that we don't usually get in Edinburgh. And even then I was feeling quite smug in spite of it being quite unpleasant uh, to be out in. Anyway. Um, the shoulder. So what's the, what's the shoulder's um, uh, function? It's a bit of an odd thing because the shoulder, um, if you're asked to point at your shoulder, you can have a kind of general area. Uh, but what the, the, um, the actual joint kind of doesn't exist. I mean, it does. Uh, there's a ball and socket joint uh, and there's a bunch um, uh, of uh, cartilage and muscle and tendon and stuff that kind of create... Um, the ball and socket-ish uh, shape, um, but the, the the structure kind of spreads beyond that uh, in a way that just thinking of your shoulder as being uh, one joint and one point of articulation uh, feels a little bit limiting. Um, and so the shoulder basically uh, allows you to have arms. Uh, to have a wide range of mobility uh, in your arms and to have a wide range of um, usage of your arms. So you can use your arms to hang from things, you can use your arms to kind of walk on all fours, you can use your arms of course to uh, manipulate things um, and arms turn out to be quite useful in um, bipedal walking uh, because you kind of use them as counterweighty, balancey things. Uh, there's a tractor on one side and a lawnmower on the other, so that will make a little bit of noise. Sorry about that. Um, uh, and then there's uh, the kind of fine control things that you can do with your arms, uh, so various kinds of things that kind of involve touch uh, and involve uh, the hands. Uh, so yeah, I think that's the 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 the, the main things, um, and the the way that oh yeah, and you can you can connect with a partner when you're dancing, ha, obviously. Um, so some things about the shoulders, kind of like the pelvis area, uh, shoulders are place that people tend to have quite tight. Uh, and the, one of the factors in it being quite tight often tends to be uh, emotional. Uh, and so like when uh, you feel scared, your shoulders uh, come together and narrow and make yourself small and less of a target. Um, and when you feel stressed or maybe sad, uh, your shoulders will kind of uh, hunch up in um, or hunch round and forward. Uh, in a sort of uh, self-comforting way, uh, give, kind of giving yourself a hug. Uh, 
shoulders are kind of the one thing that people get tied to uh, their posture hang-ups and I've ranted quite a bit about that in the past um, because I'm giving a talk uh, next week at work called Everything You Know About Posture Is Wrong I will probably rant about it uh, in the future uh, <clears throat> um, we kind of have a lot of shoulds around our shoulders uh, especially dancers so we're told this is what you should do with your shoulders you should keep them back and down you should engage your lats uh, you should squeeze your shoulder blades together um, you have been told what you should do with your shoulders therefore any not doing that on your part uh, is personal moral failure um, and lack of follow-through in actually doing the thing that you know you ought to do uh, which is kind of nonsensey um, and shoulders yeah uh, most people you see um, and so the, the not only do you have kind of habits uh, that are associated with your shoulders uh, a bunch of um, guilt and bad advice associated with shoulders uh, but also you have uh, these emotions uh, associated with shoulders so anything involving changing how your shoulder functions um, is going to interact with all those things um, so structurally if you start from your pelvis you can go up uh, your spine all 24 vertebrae not quite sure some number like that uh, and you have 12 thoracic ones uh, on which uh, 12 of your ribs are attached uh, no 12 I think it's 12 yeah do we have 12 ribs oh yeah and then the ribs kind of separate out at the front um, and so some of those ribs uh, go around to uh, your sternum and your sternum then goes up to the manubrium of the sternum um, and so below the, below the manubrium you have there the first rib and at the manubrium you have uh, the clavicle uh, goes out. Um, and the clavicle can articulate in most ways against the manubrium. Um, it can kind of uh, swing up and down, uh, it can swing out and in. Um, it has a vase, it has a special kind of joint name that I've forgotten what it is, but uh, yeah, extremely mobile. Um, and then your clavicle kind of snakes out to the side. If you kind of pet uh, your clavicle as you're listening to this, uh, you'll see it kind of goes, uh, if you have your finger on the front of the clavicle, it kind of goes out and then there's a curve and it curves back and then there's a depth of that curve and it S's back to flat again. Um, so on the, the, um, on the table plane, uh, if you project your clavicle onto a table, uh, you kind of get um, uh, a backward S for the right clavicle and I guess an S for the left clavicle, yeah, as seen from the top. A sort of S because it goes uh, away it goes out and then back and then out again. Anyway, yeah. And then your clavicle meets up with the, oh, I can never remember that one. 
the something of uh, the clavicles, also called, called the collarbone. Uh, it meets the something of the shoulder blade. Um, yeah, no, there's a sticky out bit of the shoulder blade that goes and joins the clavicle. And underneath that is uh, where the um, uh, soft tissues form a ball, uh, a socket uh, joint for your um, <coughs> uh, arm for the, the humerus. Um, and so, and yeah, that's helped by uh, the pecs form part of that, uh, and some other muscles. The deltoid, I guess, probably forms uh, part of that. And I'm not quite sure. A bunch of details. People go very into it um, in a way that I'm saying a little bit disparagingly, because just I've never particularly found that information very useful, so none of it has stuck. Um, but I know some people, like especially people with hypermobility or that uh, for whatever reason need to protect their rotator cuff, uh, there's a lot of stuff I don't know about that's maybe relevant here. Um, and then uh, the, um, the shoulder blade goes uh, and sits on the back. Uh, and from a skeletal point of view, it's attached to nothing uh, except um, just the, the clavicle at the front. So it kind of hangs out there. But it has a bunch of movement possibility because the shoulder blade is attached to, like, everything. There are so many muscles back there. Um, there are some lats that go down to your sacrum. Um, there are the traps that go up to uh, the neck and down to, and across to uh, the thoracic spine and down to the bottom of the thoracic spine, top of the lumbar spine. Um, there are then some rhombuses uh, which are uh, involved in pulling uh, uh, the shoulders together. Uh, the traps are involved in um, rotating it in various ways. Um, the shoulder blade is also called the scapula. Uh, you have the levator scapula or levator scapulae uh, that's involved in lifting your scapula up and down. And then you have some muscles behind the scapula, between the scapula uh, and the rib cage uh, that's involved in allowing your scapula to slide uh, against uh, your um, uh, a rib cage out and in. And so this gives, uh, and this mobility of the scapula is really uh, key in mobility of the arm. And so thinking of raising your arm just as uh, your socket, um, uh, your, your arm rotates in the socket uh, relative to uh, the shoulder, and that's it. Um, kind of underuses the possibility of the scapula where the scapula is actually involved as um, a counterweight uh, in many ways. Uh, so one of the ways is that itself it's heavy and so it moves up and down and it helps your arm go up and down. Uh, and also that's kind of where the, the, a lot of the muscles involved in arm movement um, are, are attached. Um, and you'll notice that also the... Wait, no, how does that work? 
Oh yeah, that's the that's the traps, like the big the the big muscles that uh, tend to be very tight that go from our neck to the top of the of the scapula. Um, those kind of are involved in rotation of the scapula, but they don't need to be involved in lifting of the arm, except insofar as they're involved uh, in rotation. But even then, what does their rotation do? Eh, I've got lost on it a little, a little bit at the moment. Uh, probably I'll do a follow-up and think it through a little bit better. Um, so when, if you place uh, your arm uh, hanging down and you raise your arm so that your arm comes in front of you, the movement of the scapula is that the scapula goes down uh, in order to help the arm raise. Um, and part of the trick in making that work is to let the scapula go down and feel the connection through to your sacrum uh, without letting your sacrum collapse to the front. So that's the thing I do always, like when reaching for something on a top shelf or even when connecting out in open uh, with a partner when dancing is that uh, the, the, um, as the scapula swings uh, down, uh, the sacrum kind of swings forward with the whole pelvis with it in order to kind of help that motion happen. Um, Uh, 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 uh. And that's kind of just using the whole of the back and the whole of the spine uh, to move the arm in a kind of disjointed puppet way. Uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, the, 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 um, as you raise your arm out the front, uh, the scapula comes down, and as the arm lowers, uh, the scapula goes up. And so you notice if you raise your arm out the front, the scapula is down, uh, and so if then you want to raise uh, your shoulders, if you're shrugging, then you're engaging some other muscles that don't actually need to be used to raise the arm. And so you can completely disengage those muscles uh, and let the scapula, let the shoulder be low. Um, if you're raising your arm out to the side, up to horizontal, you can feel a slightly different movement of the scapula and slightly different engagement of muscles where uh, the scapula is kind of swinging down but also swinging out and around. And as you bring uh, your arm from horizontal in either position up to vertical, you can feel how your scapula then kind of swings round and to the front and makes a kind of um, tippy motion. So if you think of your scapula um, as being kind of a, a teapot, your left scapula is a teapot uh, pointing uh, kind of out uh, with the spout uh, at the top of the shoulder, in order for uh, the arm to raise, what you do is you kind of lower the handle and the spout uh, raises. Maybe actually it's the teapot going the other way. Yes. Um, and so uh, the, t the teapot's pointing in towards uh, your spine. Um, and in order to raise your arm, what you do is you kind of pour the tea and the tea pours down the center of your back. Uh, and that movement of the scapula uh, is also something we felt there. Uh, and then if your arm is moving like from horizontal out to the side, uh, out uh, to forward in front of you, that's also uh, the scapula that's moving uh, relative to the rib cage. 
and you can try to do all these movements while keeping the scapula still and in place and that's kind of what will happen if you try to do some kind of shoulders back and down fixed in place kind of thing uh, but then you're just not um, involving the scapula in the way that it works uh, with uh, the rest of the arm and just causing extra work to happen. Um, there's a bunch of fun bone rhythms also happen with the arm. I won't go into those today. Um, one really fun way of working on the scapular movement uh, is uh, to uh, place a ball between your scapula and a wall and then to do kind of basic movements, so raising your arm up in front, raising your arm up to the side, uh, raising your arm from, uh, moving your arm from out to the side and horizontal to in front of you, or, or even all the way through to the other side and horizontal, and feeling how the scapula uh, is counterweighting, counter-moving uh, to all uh, those movements. Um, Another thing, because uh, the way that we kind of think of the shoulders is sort of this out to the side thing that the arm is hanging from, um, we tend to kind of hold our um, uh, clavicles uh, up uh, and then let the arm spring from the extremity of the clavicle. Uh, and that kind of gives a carrying the arm uh, impression. So one thing we can do uh, to kind of counter that is think of our arm as being um, a rope that goes all the way up to the top of the sternum. And what you can do is you can kind of uh, pet uh, or even be actually quite aggressive in um, feeling your uh, clavicle, your collarbone, uh, and letting it hang loose uh, and letting your whole arm uh, hang down. Um, and from there, uh, just let your arm kind of swing out to the side. Involve your whole ribcage in letting it swing. Uh, and think of it as uh, having a really heavy bucket on the end. And you can like uh, let that swing to, for, for, for quite a while. Using your whole body to make that swing. And using really your ribcage, your spine, your pelvis uh, to carry the weight of uh, that bucket. And just not involve uh, the arm structures and arm muscles at all. And after you've done that for like two or three minutes, you can sort of lift up your arm uh, and see if it's the same length uh, as the other arm. Uh, often what that does, it frees up a lot of the movement around the, uh, the, the, um, uh, the scapula, around the shoulder blade, uh, and that makes your arm uh, seem longer. Um, and yeah, and you can also spend a lot of time poking around uh, your, scapula, uh, your collarbone because a lot of emotions are stored there. Uh, and so that might liberate some emotions, which uh, pick a good day to have that work. Um, make sure to drink plenty of water um, and see how uh, that feels. Yeah, so that was some ideas um, about the shoulder. Uh, super important in dancing to let the shoulder wor work like a shoulder rather than uh, forcing it to behave unnaturally for the sake of frame uh, or something. Um, let me know if any of these things work out for you. Uh, let me know if you have questions about, oh, you just said this thing, how does that relate to uh, dancing? Uh, I have lots of ideas about that. Uh, I will see you next time. Until then, take care.